I, I count 11. <laughs> you mean that? Yeah. <laughs> I hate you so much. Hold on, let this rock for a minute. Why you make it so complicated? Off the drink, we concentrating. I know you won't leave me hanging. Let's turn the levels up a little bit. Smoking weed out the container. We spend cash for entertainment. That's more where that came from. That's all I'm saying. It's me and you, and we making arrangements. It's just you, nigga. I'm so high in here, been smoking on this weed. Told him go and take a shot on three. Now, low key, he's, he's killing it, though. Like, sounds like the poor man's Neo a little bit, but it's not bad. We gotta have a conversation about, about what? Go and take a shot on so, <laughs> I don't wanna talk to the song, but. I'm, let me let him rock for a second. When the, when the cover artist is a better singer than the artist, it's like, and I mean, it's different. Like, this is a man singing a song a woman normally sings. Okay. And I look for songs that like women sing that men sing it's a bit harder to find sometimes like we did the, the Normani Tory Lanez cover which I thought was really good yeah um, it can be kind of difficult though I'm oh. definitely not I'm gonna shit on the guy doing like a, the fire cover that we found and we'll talk about that in a second yeah for sure I know you won't leave me hanging smoking weed out the container Never, I've never been rich enough to have a container of weed. I never be cool enough to have that song, Kirk. And she come in like a, a, a not Ziploc Ziploc. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like. <laughs> shit. Oh. Damn, margarita's good. Do you you feeling the margarita a little bit? A little bit. That, that did it for you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ellie, bring us in, yo. The South Congress podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the host and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised. Peanut, tell me a story. So I was on my snap right now, and like I said, I'm going to be the better person. I, I could have been a... Wait, first of all, you've never been the better person. I've always been the better person. We just talked about how I was a better person about, uh, right after New Year's uh, with that one situation with your friend. That's one time. Yeah, but that's still, that's like a little giant. Hey, that's still one time. Um, <laughs> so basically, um, one of my friends on her snap, she put up. Why does it sound different now? Because I turned it down because you were too loud. Oh, well, fuck it, keep me loud. <laughs> um, no, so she put on her thing, I guess, like, oh, like, you know, boyfriend gave me an early Valentine's Day gift because he got to work, you know, late, whatever, yada, yada. And it's like one of those, you know, box of chocolates and like roses yeah i all, i was very tempted to reply back with i only count 11 roses that's what you was gonna say mm-hmm. why you check that man like that oh it'd be funny fatality how, how rude <laughs> <laughs> get that man out of here super early oh of course no this is south congress podcast episode 55 my name is cameron and i'm tristan now um <laughs> we gotta start the show talking about last week's show yeah um Something I'm really proud of um, 
as, as far as content and conversation. Uh, we got my man Joe Anderson Jr., um, co-writer, featured actor from the Mahogany Project, and you know Joe was cool enough to kind of jump on with us, talk about you know what his show was, why he does it, the the inner workings and the goings on of creating media, creating art for you know queer black central texas which immediately like already sounds stressful and difficult and heavy to me you know on top of that he's telling us about you know actual you know actual stress he's had to endure as a result of that you know actual situations he's been in that create this grief and this stress um you know all due respect to joe for you know kind of getting down with us as far as that goes you know telling us what's going on um finding time in his schedule to really talk to us about the different things that he faces the different challenges um it was just a fascinating story for me to hear so just you know thank you joe for for doing that for us um yeah i definitely appreciate it too um i mean i wanted to ask some questions but i just didn't really know what to ask um mainly because um that's first first time i just kind of met him and I was just kind of like, oh, shit, like, you know, this is really interesting stuff. I mean, it, it was it was definitely very interesting to hear. You know, it's something I really enjoyed. And um, I'm really looking forward to, to going to the show this coming Saturday. I'm yeah, really looking forward yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, and my three drinks. And <laughs> Everybody heard Peanut get hype over it. Oh, hell yeah. I don't care. I mean, I don't cool. shit. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I think that it's important that we show that his audience is kind of a, a varying audience. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I'm 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 all about supporting creators, people who put their money where their mouth is and really dedicate themselves to the craft. So yeah, um, that should be fun this weekend. Have you decided if you're going to try to find um, a real deal Valentine's Day date, or are you going to go to the Plucker 75 cent wing special? I'm probably gonna go to the Plucker 75 cent wing special. Um, okay. Just because. Tell us why. I don't know. I just don't think a lot of women really take me seriously like that. So I'm like, okay. <laughs> you so, don't tell us that. Well, no, I mean, but that's reality. I mean, it is what it is. I'm like, okay, you know what? Go get a, let some losers shoot something off any. That's cool. But um, I'll just go, <laughs> I'll just go uh, enjoy these 75 cent wings. Why are you the way you are? Why not? What's wrong with it? I feel like. You can't, you can't say that. Yes, I can. I let just did. These, let these losers shoot something off. That's normally what happens. Like, okay, okay, you think he's better? Okay, cool. And next thing you know, he's ditching you. And now you're, you know, you're struggling and, you know, uh, losing hair over the fact you can't get child support. That's cool. But, wow. Know. No, I'm just kidding. Wow. But no, but but I mean, I, I'm probably not. I'm not gonna actively look for one. I, I feel like it's kind of already too late for that shit. But if one happens to fall on my lap, then you know, sure, you know, we can make something happen. But it's de- it'll probably definitely be pluckers. So nah, like I told, I told Faye, mm-hmm. I was like, yo, um, we can, you know, we can do like the nice like dinner thing, you know, find like a nice special, or. We can do 75 cent wings and pluckers on Thursday night. She left the room. <laughs> she just. <laughs> she just she What's wrong with that? Why is she hating on that? Nah, I was like, yo, I was like, Faye, yo, I found a really good deal. Like, we should jump on this. Faye said, what the fuck wrong with you? <laughs> it was just that quick. I couldn't. <laughs> Damn. 
it was rough, man. It was rough. It's like that. It's like that. So, yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I'll probably be, you know, somewhere doing, you know, the romantic thing. It's cool. Um, so, how was your week? Uh, it was pretty good. Uh, you know, just uh, froze my balls off. Um, went to dinner with a nice young woman last night. Did you? Great conversation. Uh, had a really great time. She had a great time, which is what mattered to me the most. And I kind of forgot how expensive it can get. Yeah. So that bill hit, and I was like, "Ooh!" And, and again, it, it it just it threw me off. I mean, I don't care. I still paid. I was yeah. like, "I just kind of glanced over it, just kind of put the tip to sign that shit." And was like, here, here, to fucking take it, get out of here." No, dating is um, you can't make a face. That's the hard part. Yeah. Like, you have to, you got to be cool under pressure as a man to date. Because that bill comes, boy, and it's never like, you be calculating in your head. You be mm-hmm. like, okay, you know, I had three drinks, she had three drinks, we had some food. You know, it's going to come out to about, you know, $35. No, I was, I was thinking, okay, maybe it would be like 60 bucks. And I, saw, I was like, ooh. I was like, you know, you're just fucking get and out they, of here. They, they uh, doubled up like like the aura. Yeah, um, <laughs> but I mean, but like I said, like, I, don't, I don't even know if it can be counted as like a date per se. Mm-hmm. But if she counted that, I would definitely be cool with that. Um, <laughs> but like I said, she she had a good time. She told me she's like, "Hey, I really enjoyed it. This and this." And like I said, very very good people, very cool people. This thing you're doing as a nice guy is pretty interesting. Well, because I, I am a nice like guy. This is, is this the rebrand? What do you mean rebrand? I've always been a nice is guy. Is the peanut rebrand? No, no, no. Okay. I've, I've always been a nice guy. What are you talking about? Okay. But the, the cool thing is, she's also um, I was showing her the the store, the merchandise, mm-hmm. and she's she definitely wants a free peanut T-shirt. So I'm gonna yeah, hook so. her up with one. Nah, you got to buy the, the free peanut draws. And then, you know, get your Instagram popping. <laughs> uh, oh, wow. This is, a, this is a family show. Ouch. Um, <laughs> he so, said that, not yeah. me, because I'm sure she's going to listen. Hey, he said that, not me. Yeah. So the t-shirt is fine yeah. with me. My week was cool. Um, yeah. So Monday night, um, I don't know where my head was really. I think, um, you know, Faye's birthday was Sunday. So we kind of, you know, did stuff all weekend. We took took some cool pictures and whatnot. And that was nice. Um, so I was like, Monday night, you know, I'm working. She's working. Let's let's figure out, like, dinner plans, right? Mm-hmm. So we were talking. And then I get I get the the call from the from the, from the the boss, from the head man. Um, you know, Wade hits me. He's like, Cam, you know, can you do the post-Raw show with me tonight? Never said no to Wade. Unless I have to work so late to where I can't watch the show. I'm always like, yeah, because that's good. It's good exposure um, to a wider audience. Like, So we have our audience, right, um, who listens to our show. We kind of have an idea about our primary demo. But we know, you know everybody kind of messes with us. Like, it, It's a pretty widespread audience. So imagine our audience, right, mm-hmm. times, I don't know, 300. That's about what the, the listenership is for Wade's show, right? Because, you know, um, anybody who doesn't know what I'm talking about. Like, there are people, it's weird. There are people who listen to me on the East Coast cast that do not flip to our show. And there are people who... They should. There are people who listen to our show. Mm-hmm. They, don't, they don't care about no wrestling. And I'll talk about that, too. Um, so they don't and know. I, and but, I feel for them, yeah. Wow. No, but, um, but again, like, think about, like, you know. Damn that bullshit. Wow. Think about like an audience like of tens of thousands of people. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's cool. And so um, I never turn way down because I'm like, yo, that's exposure. That's 
plug the free peanut on that shit. Exactly, exactly. And he always lets me like talk about South Congress on there. So it's and he should. Yeah, and it's cool. Stop. First of all, if you're listening, to this, yeah, you should. Don't mess yeah, up. I'm just kidding. I'm just don't mess up the okay. money. No, so, you don't come at me. Don't come at Cam. <laughs> let me finish my fucking story, man. Yeah, go ahead. So. Uh, we do the show Monday night, and it's cool because there's always like Twitter feedback and new followers, and you know they hear me from Wade, so they'll they'll tag me on like these hypothetical wrestling posts with all these people who have been covering it for like as long as I've been alive. So that's always great. Um, but this week it maybe wasn't so great. Why's that? So it it's hard not to tell this story. Or it's hard to tell this story if somebody doesn't follow wrestling or hasn't, right? So I told you I'm a big fan of Cody Rhodes, Dusty Rhodes' son, right? Oh, yeah. Goldust's brother. Yeah. So he left WWE five years ago or so, six years ago or so, right? Um, and he was like, yo, I'm going to make a name for myself. Um, I want to see what I'm worth out there. And it was less than five years ago. Somebody's going to correct me immediately. But I want to see what I'm worth out there. So, you know. WWE let go of him and he started doing like Japan and Ring of Honor and all that stuff and like really made himself like a big prospect, right? So in the last year or two, he's been gearing up to start his own promotion. Him and the Young Bucks. Now, Young Bucks are not a team I'm a fan of. Um, I don't know who they are. It, well, here's the thing. Like, they don't look like they can fight and that annoys me. But a lot of people in wrestling today don't look like they can I'm fight. I'm not a fan yeah. of a lot of them. But but it's why I don't watch it. But here's the thing. Um, Again, for the next five minutes, think about not messing up the money when you respond to things. Thank you. So I just wasn't. I didn't really get it. I thought it was like super gimmicky. But here's what they did though. Young Bucks got their merchandise and Hot Topic, Mm -hmm. and they're not in WWE, but. They got their merchandise on Hot Topic, and they should be selling out. Of course, it's in Hot Topic. That's a smart so, move. But but to get in there is hard. That's what I'm saying. Like, okay, yeah. You can't just be nobody. So they figured out a way to like really monetize what they do. Um, so so salute to them. So Cody yeah, and the Bucks have been like a team, uh, and not like just in wrestling, but like uh, you know, managerially, entrepreneurship. Them and Kenny Omega, and Kenny Omega is like. Think about all the wrestling video games you played. Think about if you had unlimited finishers and unlimited stamina. That's Kenny Omega. Holy shit. He that's, can just go. That's he's, a super athlete. He's ridiculous, right? Yeah, that's and good. And so kind of the four of them are like a whole team. So they're starting All Elite Wrestling. Uh, which oh, is I've heard of that, through, yeah. Through Tony Khan, um, the son of the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. So they, okay. got, they got paper. So Absolutely. they've been doing like their whole press run uh, the last a month or two, like they they signed Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, really? Yeah, they signed Chris Jericho. Because oh, he's working okay. with them in Japan. Okay. They um this last weekend they had their big uh like pool show in Vegas, announcing like new acts and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And so something new in wrestling happens, and every wrestling fan comes out of the woodwork with questions about things. And my Twitter's been wild, yo. Um. They're comparing it to TNA wrestling, started by Jeff Jarrett. Um, and they're very different, but kind of the same, but very different. Yeah. So, again, I won't bore the show with a bunch of wrestling talk. My whole point is I'm at the point where, again, I'm not famous, but yeah. I'm in the vicinity of people and hover around people who get the wrestling questions all the time. So now I'm getting them too, and I'm like, yo, you motherfuckers are so annoying. 
because wrestling is just the latest thing where it, it, this is this thing. It happens with the NBA. It happens with the NFL where people just talk. They say their thoughts at a wall. They don't think about how they serve in context of conversation and you have to deal with them. And me, I just want to be like, man, fuck you. I wish you would shut the fuck up, but I can't <laughs> because the people who I'm talking, you know, my, my man, Bruce Mitchell and Wade Keller and Todd Martin, like I'm in the mix with them so heavy now that when I'm tagged in a conversation, I can't just be like, boy, fuck you. <laughs> cause, cause then I might not get invited back on the damn show. So it's, it's so difficult, but people are very draining mm-hmm. and, and wrestling is just, with the NBA, mm-hmm. there are enough people around who know that what somebody's saying is stupid. You don't have to point it out. With wrestling, it's not enough people. So you just have to sit there and bang your head on a wall like, motherfucker, why don't you understand that what you're saying makes no sense? You're bothering me so much. I wish you would leave me alone. But that's... It's not just wrestling. No, no, I know that. But it's, I'm saying- but it's the nature of the internet. No, it's not, even, it's not even so much that, but I just feel like that kind of comes because here's my thing because, and I appreciate everybody who's on my Twitter and shit, but my Twitter timeline is flooded with all this wrestling shit, and I just kind of want to be like, can you just shut the fuck up and sit back and just enjoy the show and that's it? Like, here's, do you really have to try and break it down and make it deeper than what it is? I'm like, no. I'm glad you said that because here's the problem. Like, it gets real annoying. Mm-hmm. Here's and then the you problem. Realize people like, like, they try and make it real than what it is. I'm like, no, bitch. No matter what you bitch, no matter what you bitch about, McMahon and them, and you know Steph McMahon and Triple H, they don't give a fuck about what you're thinking. Yes, they're they're, they're gonna put what they put. And if anything, if they get caught, catch wind of it, oh, you want this done? Well, I'm gonna go exact opposite of what you want, just to piss you off because you're still gonna pay, you're still gonna subscribe to my network, mm-hmm. you're still gonna go to my goddamn shows. And that's understand about like a lot of these wrestling quote unquote fans, but I feel like they're the kind of people that have ruined wrestling. No, they're, 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 well, yes. they didn't, you can't ruin a thing that you don't they ruined, control. They, they, well, that's the thing, like because what you just said, they're going to do what they want regardless. Yeah. Now, so why bitch they, about it? Well, here's my thing: things that are like clearly and ostensibly wrong, you know, like your your racial stuff, your sexual stuff. I'll point that out, but I also understand, like, I'm actually. But you're still going to watch. Well, because. I'm employed as an analyst. You got to remember, like, my situation is different and I don't watch everything. And that is kind of a detriment to what I do. But I'll skip a show. Like I've said outright, if Hulk Hogan comes on TV, I'll turn the show off. Why not turn? Why not turn the whole? Why not turn off electricity if the electric company's fucking you over? No, no I'm not talking about that. I'm... I am. I'm asking you a question. What? You don't like how your bill is. Why not just turn off electricity? You could, or you go to another uh, company. That's not what I said. Why not That's just turn off saying. electricity? No, I'm, I'm asking I'm saying, you. Huh. This because this is my thing. Yeah, you're. I'm invested in this thing. Do you have to watch it? Yes, to talk about it. Yes. Why not just? Why not just what? Fire from the hip. I feel. I feel like you can fire from the hip in wrestling as long as you kind of have an idea. You can fire from the hip, and you'll still you'll still land. That's not an effective way to go about it. Yeah, but it's still gonna it's still gonna hit. Well, this is the thing. I don't have enough problem with wrestling to not watch wrestling. Don't I miss. Do. Don't miss. Okay, that's you. But don't misinterpret my words. Like what I'm saying is. All I'm saying is keep the same energy. I'm keeping it. But I'm literally telling you when you're something's not. on that I don't want to see, I turn it off. That's keeping the same energy. But they're tuning out of something you don't want to see is keeping the same energy. So being real like me, yeah. <laughs> You're so full of shit. 
But again, bullshit. again, I do I need to extend the time where I tell you there's certain things that you maybe should talk to me off air about while I'm talking about these things? If we have to, sure. Address it later while I'm talking about this. So no, um, but, but what's really happened is I'm now I'm exposed. And you always see people who say these random things. Mm-hmm. But now I'm exposed to it to a point where like people who are weird about this stuff ask me about it. And I have to remember that I don't just represent myself when I say things. Um, so that's like a new thing for me. So pe- I mean, people should go back to not tweeting me <laughs> about wrestling because I don't want to be diplomatic. I don't want to be political. I want to say fuck you if you say something stupid. Uh, but we'll get there. One thing they did do. They did sign, and it, it's interesting. I was watching the pool party thing, and they announced like a bunch of new wrestlers and had them come out. They actually signed a transgendered female wrestler, and aesthetically, you could tell that um, that might be the case. Um, and and it's more a physique thing and a presentation thing. Uh, but yeah, and it was like I, I saw. You go to a wrestling message board and it's like, hey, uh, cool move for AEW. They signed a transgendered female wrestler um, to a quote unquote mainstream contract because of who they're associated with. And then in the messages, they were like, we shouldn't make a big deal out of this. Why are we acknowledging that they just signed a wrestler? It's like, no, you assholes. This is actually being progressive and we should talk about it. Uh, But I have a whole show another night. Yeah, that leave talks that for ECC. But but no, again, I, I'm not. I hope I'm being clear. I'm no, just no, talking no, no, about got, the wrestling saying. aspect of yes. it, just like this thing that I'm dealing with. Um, so okay, there's our week. Where do you want to start? You want to start with with Liam Neeson? We can start there, or where do you want to start? Um, how I made enemy and friends in. I told you to talk about a, your week. Keep going. Okay, in Go a twenty-four hour span. So obviously, y'all know I play Red Dead, and so there was one day um, I was with my uh, I was with Miguel. We were playing, and so we did one of those uh, one of the jobs, and one of the jobs was a uh, player assassination, which basically is going to choose a random player in the game, and you got to kill him. So they were attacked for assassination, and we took him out within seconds because they were like right next to us. So I get all of a sudden it says like so and so has created, like, a group. And I'm like, oh, fuck, someone sent me a message again. And the guy was like, hey, please fuck off. And I go, look, is the assassination job, you know, don't be so sensitive. It is what it is. Yeah, but, you know, you went after it. Like, you know, we're just trying to hunt you. Try hard. I'm like, Jesus Christ. I go, look, dude, your name's randomly popped up. I can't control it. I don't give a shit if you hunt. Like, Wait, that's what you told him? Yes. I have the conversation. Well, basically, it was like. It wasn't nothing? It really wasn't nothing. Overall, it wasn't nothing. You know, it, it wasn't anything big deal. It wasn't a big deal. It isn't nothing. <laughs> yeah. right. And so the next night, there's three of us playing, and we're out in the middle of nowhere, and some guy comes, and he blasts, um, just kills one of my friends, so I turn around, and I kill him, and then we go after him. We're like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Okay, we're going to fight. We kill him, like, you know, so many times they kill us, too, but we kill him more than they kill us, and then they run to the camp, so we can't hurt him, mm-hmm. and they're talking on game chat, so like, you know what? We're like, fuck it. Let's flip to game chat. And they're cussing us out, so I'm cussing them out, and I'm telling them, like, nah, pussy, keep that same energy. Like, you know, you want to come at us? Get out your camp. Like, come on, let's go. Like, keep the same energy. You want to shoot at us? Let's go, pussy. And so we're going after it, you know, kind of thing. And he's like, I'm making you waste money. I said, bitch, I got $1,400 in this game. Like, you know, I'm not wasting no kind of money on you. I, you I got- know how much $1,400 was in, like, 1870 Exactly, like millions of dollars. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, and the bullets are 60 cents, like for a pack of 60 rounds. I'm good. I can keep ordering. So we keep going at it. And I flip back to Parch. I'm like, fuck this guy. If you walked into a saloon <laughs> and in 1876 with $14,000. Yeah. <laughs> you could actually buy people. You probably I probably could. Yes, you're right. You're right. I could. Yeah. And so. And so. Okay. Listen. Listen, varmint. Is that you talking to her? Listen. <laughs> no. Listen. Listen, you lily liver. Lily livered sap sucker. I definitely told him because he was like. I'm what? buying you. No, let me finish my story. Okay. I'm buying you. You're going to cut my grass. I'm going to hold you in a wheelbarrow position. And you're going to chew my grass all day. Ooh. They're like, well, sir, for $14,000. <laughs> you want that? You want that chewed and sped out? <laughs> you want that chewed and swallowed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, are we allowed to say pause again? You can say whatever you want. I don't give a shit. Yeah, no pause this week. You get a grace period. Keep keep the same energy, Cameron. Pause. Anyway, okay. So like I'm saying, so basically, <laughs> and you know, I'm kind of like, well, if you're that upset about it, well, parlay with me, pussy. Like, what's up? Wait, wait, but no, that's where I want to stop you. Yeah. If you're that upset with me, parlay. Is that how you talk to people now? I do, yes, when on the game. When it's, when it's on the game. in the streets? Yeah. When I somebody, when somebody me, spills your mimosa at brunch? That's my, and what you, walk, you might and say. You, wait, wait, no, somebody spills your mimosa at brunch and you challenge them to a duel. That's, and you say, hey, hey, <laughs> what do you tell them? <laughs> bitch, bitch, cattlemen revolvers, volcanic pistols, or parlay? <laughs> Pretty much. I want so, smoke pussy. <laughs> and so basically, um, oh shit. And so, um, so basically, my I feel friend. like you're filming yourself on live right I am. now. I am. We're going live on this. This is what you're doing? Yeah, on this Instagram. But, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm focused on this. So, anyway, and so my friend stays in game chat with them, and, and basically the guy was like, are y'all griefers? He's like, yes, we are. And he's like, oh, well, so are we. What's a griefer? You haven't explained that to me yet. Basically, a griefer is somebody who just runs around and will just kind of shoot people and just fuck them over just for Oh, a so bit. a dickhead. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> we can be some, I mean, at the time, we're like, we can be assholes, but... Basically, my thing's like, you fuck with me, like, I'm coming after you. Like, I'm going to pretty much kill you until you got log off or you, you know, hightail it away. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to chase you. So, if, unless you really piss me off, then I'll chase you across the map. I'll fast travel, whatever I need to do. And so, it turns out they're just like us. And it was kind of like that Spider-Man. I mean, we're like pointing at each other like, wait a minute. Like, they're wearing the same duster coat like us. They're wearing the same outfits, like, same hats. Like, and we're just like, oh, well, how about we just posse up and let's go cause griefing. So, then the five of us. Posseed up, and we started griefing everybody. It's pretty dope. Travis asked uh, when he's going to get to get in your in your guild. Uh, he doesn't play ESO. Oh, I don't know what y'all niggas call it. E- ESO is a guild. No, yeah, I, I'm, on, I'm, Red, on Red Dead is, is a posse. <sighs> Where are the women when these games happen? They're playing too. I've never seen. Well, I'm sure they do. You know what's surprisingly, no, surprisingly, there's a lot of women that play ESO than Red Dead. No, no, no. no. You, know what, you know what I haven't and seen? And it's cool. Yeah. And I, it's crazy because I can't say I haven't seen and then, oh, God, it gets sexist. Mm-hmm. I didn't really see a lot of women talk about Red Dead 2 when it dropped. Mm-hmm. But that's more on Twitter, and I guess that's kind of my demo. So Yeah. Um, Trash for that. No, no but I, I do think that um, I like that. In the main story, there are so many like progressive female characters. Like Sadie's a fucking badass. Sadie don't give a fuck about shit. Sadie probably has syphilis, but it's all good. Hey, that's no, hey, hey, yeah. hey, real niggas do real things. Yeah, that's true. Shit. 
<laughs> now, because Sadie's husband died, and Sadie was yeah. like, you know what, fuck all this shit. We're shooting everybody. Mm-hmm. And she's great in that game. She was. Um, she's very good. No, I haven't. That's But other games, I see female gamers in more. Mm-hmm. I haven't really seen Red Dead 2. The online presence is pretty strong, though. It is, but a lot of people are starting to drop it. Like, even Milan, like, you, we used to play, but mm-hmm. his, he switched over to Black Ops 4. So I'm like, Black Ops, same shit. But because, like you said, um, for Red Dead, they haven't dropped any new content. Like, they haven't dropped nothing new. Like, all they just kind of, like, maybe fix some things here and there. Mm-hmm. And, like, okay, here's some gold bars make you happy. But as mm-hmm. far as new content, no, they haven't, they haven't done shit. Like, they've talked about they're going to add stuff, but they haven't dropped nothing new yet. So people are kind of like, what the fuck? Like, we're running out of shit to do. So my thing is, like, either... We're either left to either like, you know, those who play either to wait it out mm-hmm. or they're going to start losing people and people are just going to go play other games because like Anthem's going to drop in a few weeks. Yeah. And Anthem's going to be a big game that. We need to do a show on your Twitch channel or on our Twitch channel. Have you do <laughs> do an episode where you running around ruining people's lives? Oh, we can definitely do that. Yeah. I'll bring my PlayStation for that shit. That'd be fun. And I'll just tell my friends like we'll set a date and, you know, they'll watch his grief and we show what we do. Okay, we're like a half hour in, yeah, and so we've go talked to no. To- we talked about no topics, <laughs> so let's do this. Yeah, let's go. Let's go, go to the midpoint, and then we'll just go straight topics the second half. All right? Yeah, go for it. South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit Redbubble.com and TeePublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions. Let's talk about Liam Neeson, man. Eesh. Liam Neeson's wilding out. Yeah, he is. Um, so Liam Neeson has a new movie coming out. He's doing the press run. And I, I think somebody asked him something along the lines of, you know, what's a a tough moment you've been through or what's something you connect with on this movie something along those lines mm-hmm. and he's like well you know a friend of mine was sexually assaulted um by you know a black guy and basically i was in the streets for like the next 10 days looking for a black bastard to come up to me so Ooh. that i could kill him ouch <laughs> i mean i, I uh, what do you say like, how is that not super racist and evil and destructive and detrimental to society, specifically black people in society? Like, I I want to make sure if you listen to us, we know mm-hmm. or, you know, but I want to make sure we're, we're very clear. In no way do we excuse any type of assault, um, especially sexual assault. We, we don't condone that. We don't think that's OK. However, if. I don't know. Let's say a woman under 5'3 robbed me. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm not actively looking for short women. I'm not actively looking for WNBA point guards to beat the shit out of. True. Like, that doesn't... It, there's no correlation there. Now, I understand being weary of people around you if somebody fitting a certain description does something. Weary in the short term. I understand how anxiety works. I understand how PTSD. I don't understand necessarily how it works, but I've seen it in action. So I get that. But the idea that a black person can do something wrong to you and then you wanting to take that frustration out on any black person you saw in the vicinity um, is pretty terrible. Yeah. 
Now, you know what's worse? What's worse? Did you hear how he how he got over it? How did he get over Power it? Power walking. So my racism is heavy as fuck, right? But yo, I got in about three miles, yo. All of a sudden, it was my brothers again. He could just power walk in the first place and pick up with it. He could power walk the fuck off a cliff for all I care. <laughs> yo, yeah. like, how do you even... And then Michelle Rodriguez. Oof. Not San Antonio's Michelle Rodriguez. Bear County's Michelle Rodriguez. There's a lot of fucking holes in Bear County. Um, says, yo, how can Leon Neeson be racist when he kissed Viola Davis in a movie? Michelle Rodriguez want to act like her pussy don't taste like tamales and shit. Now listen. I'm just kidding, but... As somebody really. who's done a little <laughs> bit of acting, <laughs> acting is literally pretending. Yes. Quite yes, literally. It yes, it is. Like, I I pretended one time that I bought a house for a woman. Have you seen my credit score? It was all pretend. <laughs> I'm, still, to, I'm still waiting for the premiere of that softcore porn that year. I had to. That's not true. I had to make that Very shit true. up. I took an Uber to a date. In one thing I acted in. It's the only reason I have Keisha. Like, I'm tough in that bitch. <laughs> R.I.P. Keisha, by the way. R.I.P. Keisha, Like, no, acting right. is acting. What are you talking about? Like, I don't think Christian Bale is a racist. Nothing about me... Nothing about Christian Bale suggests he's racist. However, he played a hell of a racist in Shaft. Jesus Christ. Um, I'm trying to think, who's gay in real life and has played straight in movies? You know, and, and this thing actually came up. Um, Queen Latifah? Jim Parsons. Or what's his name? The, the, the guy on, what's his name? No, no. Oh, what the hell's his Is name? Is it Jim Parsons? Is that his name? The, the one on the Big Bang Theory, the main one. Yeah, Jim Parsons. Yeah. Uh, the, fucking Doogie Howser. Been straight in everything for 45 years. And he's gay. Mm-hmm. So the idea that somebody in a movie or television is not you know, of an orientation or of a belief, even if it's a hateful belief because they acted like it. Like, Yo, if we want to talk about people having sexual intercourse or relations with black people, um, fucking Thomas Jefferson got how many black kids and had slaves? Shit, ton. What are we talking about? Like, it's fucking bullshit. Um, and, and so, again, people are taking, they're doing what they can not to understand how racism works. Let's talk about blackface. Ooh, Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. So I'm originally from Southern Maryland. Uh, Maryland. Mm-hmm. Not D.C. Not West Virginia. And certainly the fuck not Virginia. <laughs> Yo, he made it very clear it wasn't from Virginia. Ralph Northam, who is the governor of Virginia. Oh, shit. Um, they saw him in blackface in his 1984 medical school yearbook. He was in blackface and people around him were in Klan robes. Now, it's been made clear to me that on television, um, I think it might have been Good Times. They made it clear in 1968 that blackface wasn't okay, And that's one of those black shows white people watched. White people have always known blackface is not okay. They just don't care. They keep. Well, it's not even that they don't care, because if you don't care, well, here's always been my thing. If you don't give a fuck, say you don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. But own it. Like, they've been like, well, we didn't know it was bad, and we weren't trying to be harmful, and we were trying to be It was bad when to. Al Jolson did it. Like It was always bad. Yeah. like It was bad since, like, 1920s when Al Jolson was sitting there singing that Mammy song and shit. Like, people are doing this thing bad forever. where they're pretending like 
they don't know what's really going on out here. They think you can just play ignorant so long mm-hmm. and people won't notice what you're doing. He's like, I'm White not going to resign. Yeah, I, I, it's hard to say it's anything else because, again, like I'm not saying everybody in the world listens to our show, but we're not the only show around. Yeah, sure. Everybody has told you forever that blackface is not okay. We're telling you again that blackface is not okay. Well, what if, nope, nope, it's not okay. Just don't do it. It's that simple. And it'll keep you out of trouble. Plenty of people have said the hard R nigger and are still okay. Because you can talk your way around that. Blackface, not so much. And yeah, I, I. So Virginia's doing it. Other people's college yearbooks from around that same time have shown like people in blackface in the yearbook. I don't know, you know, being a 17 year old, 18 year old white kid or 22, 23 grad school white kid, 25, 26 medical school white kid. Like, what? I don't. We know, me and you and people like us, we know every day when we wake up and shower and get dressed, we're going out there into a world mm-hmm. that we have to operate in with a certain amount of skepticism and self-care and urgency. Like, we have to know that as much as we want to be ourselves, there are certain things we have to hold back so as not to upset the natural order of things. Because we're born into a situation that we aren't necessarily the people in power. We do have to adhere to certain rules and ideas. We have to talk a certain way. We have to walk a certain way. There are certain things we can't discuss out there in the open because that upsets again the natural order of things um but it doesn't mean that we totally you know we don't leave our entire selves at home we're still true to who we are even if we operate under certain boundaries and these white folks is just wild like i <laughs> you help me understand because i don't understand how it's just that easy here's the crazy thing so, you know how people have been calling for him to resign? And he's like, nope, not going to. He said, fuck it. Yeah. So, he, mm-hmm. here's the crazy thing. So, the lieutenant governor, Justin Fairfax, you know, he's getting accused of sexual assault and rape and bullshit Yo, like that. And no, I, no. Hold on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so no, here. no, no. You hold on. Because I want to say really quick. We're not just saying white people are wilding out. Mm-hmm. Politicians are wilding out. Yeah. This, this, this nigga is a nigga. And he's wilding out. But okay. keep going. Okay. But, uh, so, here's the crazy thing. Okay. So, basically, he's saying like, no. Like, it was all. Like, he's saying like, yeah, we fucked, but. Hey, it was consensual. Like, it wasn't what they're saying it is. Mm. The governor, uh, was it North? What the hell North, is it? Northam. Yeah, yeah, yeah Northam. Yeah. He basically is on record saying, well, if he did it, he needs to resign. <laughs> Pussy. <laughs> really? It's like, really? Now, listen. You're going to say a motherfucker needs to resign? And- this is not a show where yeah. we say sexual assault is worse than racism Mm-mm. or racism is worse than sexual assault. We're not here to weigh those things out. However, both y'all niggas can get the fuck on. <laughs> well, if 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 what you did is well, if you if what you did it, is wrong, yeah, that's because because here's yeah. the thing. Let, let's talk about yeah. So with the situation, you know, like getting people out, like let's let's take a brief moment to talk about um, former Florida Florida State quarterback uh, DeAndre Francois. Okay, if you're familiar with the situation, uh, basically, I guess it's like his ex girlfriend put up something was on Instagram, right? 
Yeah. About. Or, yeah, I think it was Instagram. Instagram, yeah, about a certain situation where basically he had done this and that. I think it was, was it only just audio or was it video? Or what, what, what exactly was it? I saw, I just saw the caption. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, something like that. Basically said that, you know, he hit her, he did this, whatever, yada, yada. Twitter got him out of here. Florida State dismissed him. Mm-hmm. And then a week ago, because I remember uh, Big Chris, he linked it in the group chat that she put on her Instagram like, hey, I just want to apologize to DeAndre and Florida State and this and this and his family. I, I didn't mean for it to go this far, blah, blah, blah. He never did none of that. I made it seem like that. He never did none of this. I was just upset because he was giving me attention. You know what my issue was? What was and issue? it still is? Yeah. I don't know that kid, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, he seems like a good kid, but who, who knows? It, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Do you believe whenever somebody apologizes for something like that, mm-hmm. I don't know which story to believe. That's a problem for me. Like, if we don't believe her that she was assaulted, why would we believe her apology when she says she wasn't? Now, I understand your premise. Yeah. Like, I, I get that saying that. And, and in, in fairness, we had a big edit at this moment because... I got I, and, and really, no, and no, and really, <laughs> that's where I was coming from. And I'm sorry if I didn't explain that. Yeah. Because my thing was, um, unreliable narrators are difficult mm-hmm. in in stories like that. But I agree with your premise. If somebody is lying about it, then it's it's so rough. And most of the time, like like with sexual assault cases, yeah, I think they said in two percent of scenarios, people are lying. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, and so it, it's really difficult. But. Uh, Totally. If somebody didn't commit a crime, they shouldn't be penalized for that. Yeah. Now, that Virginia governor is full of shit, though. No, 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 no. I, I agree. <laughs> Saying, yeah, I agree. like, oh, if he did that shit, he got to go. Like, yeah. well, we saw you in the yearbook yeah. with tar on your face. What are you doing? And so I, I guess, like, my thing is, like, okay, moving forward on with the situation with DeAndre Francois, mm-hmm. where does he take with his life now? Like, how does he get his life back together? Because obviously yeah. he had a scholarship that he rightfully earned. He mm-hmm. worked hard for it. He'd been working his whole life for it. Mm-hmm. Start, you know, starting quarterback for a major D1 mm. school. It got taken away all because, like, you know, an ex-girlfriend wanted mm. attention. Like, there, there, there's no amount of sorries. I'm I have, sorry. I, I apologize. Here's my question. Okay. What supremely talented person has actually been canceled because of domestic violence? Mm. Ray Rice was 30 or touching 30. Yeah. He's a 30 year old running back. D- expendable. Um, Kareem Hunt will see. Apparently, they're saying that she's might resign him. Tyreek Hill. Yeah. I, I mean, it's. You're, you're not wrong in yeah. that you take a hit and you go through unnecessary struggle and legal fees and you get dragged through the mud. Um, but. We have yet to see a person in their prime. And, and and guys, if you're listening to this, correct us on this if we're wrong. But I, I can't think of somebody in their prime who lost it all because of these accusations. Chris Brown is is the most famous motherfucker on earth right now. <laughs> you know, you know, so again, I completely agree with you that anybody accused of something mm-hmm. they didn't do should not have to deal with the pain yeah, of but everything I, I, I that really, entails. But I feel really bad for him because obviously this kid, he's not established. He, he's not, but the thing with Chris Brown, mm-hmm. he was already established. He already had, you know, 
gone platinum, all that shit. So obviously people like people like in a way people have already invested in Chris Brown. So they're not gonna cancel him over some shit. True. And we don't know And so we don't know nothing about this kid. Like we see as like, okay, he's mm-hmm. a was was he a freshman or, or sophomore? What was he? No, no, no. He graduated. He's grad oh, he transfer. Okay, grad transfer. Okay, yeah. So it was just kind of like he was. He was the kid after. Um, they had that Everett Goldson kid for a that's year right, yeah, from yeah, Notre right, Dame. Yeah, okay, he yeah, was after that. Yeah, that's right. My mm-hmm. bad. And so that's what I'm saying. But it, it's like you know he loses his position now, and it, it's just like you know. Oof. I mean, Chad Kelly made the league. I understand Jim Kelly's his uncle. Yeah. But Chad Kelly made the league. So if he's good enough, he'll make the league. I, and that's that's the reality of the NFL. But again, if he didn't do anything, it sucks to go through something like this. Yeah, because I know I might want to throw some eggs at somebody's house that does shit to me. That please don't. And throw watermelons to the windshield. Could you imagine if you're if like that is your like range of of criminal activity? Mm-hmm. Like that's your gambit. I mean, of course, I'm not. I don't sexually assault anybody, but I egg the shit out of your house. Yeah, be like, you know what? I'll make sure it's a hot summer day so that shit sticks to your paint. And you got to get a whole new paint job. Listen, listen, Greg Geralds. <laughs> <laughs> listen, Cody Kelso. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but, I mean, it's just it's just crazy. Like, you know. No, it's wild. Yeah. Um. So, oh, <laughs> Peanut, mm-hmm. what are your favorite Stevie Wonder songs? <laughs> How about you tell me your favorite Stevie Wonder songs? I got a few of them. Um, you see me crying, see no evil, can't you see? See the sky about to rain. <laughs> Every time I see you, um, my favorite Stevie Wonder album is All Eyes on Me. Um, <laughs> God damn. Uh, that song Look Alive he did with Drake. Um, Stevie Wonder ain't blind. I'm sick of this shit, man. We don't know that. Stevie Wonder, how you fight for civil rights, but you blind? How you know every man was created equal when you ain't never seen every man? What's really going on out here, man? Stevie Wonder's full of shit. Maybe he had some conversations with uh, Ray Charles before he passed. About about what? Ray Charles talk about, man, when I was six years old, man, it was lit on that plantation. Like, I, I know he wasn't a slave, guys. Um, but, yeah. You like that Stevie Wonder song, <laughs> Pretty Brown Eyes? Wow. <laughs> eyes without a face? <laughs> in your eyes? Blue eyes crying in the rain? Oh, God damn. Don't make my brown eye blue? Mute cam season. Hungry eyes? Mute cam season, everybody. Mute cam season. Eye of the tiger? <laughs> eye to eye? <laughs> That nigga can see. I don't care what nobody can say. Um, so your um, Super Bowl happened. Yeah. That, fuck it. I, I don't. I don't know what to say. I woke up at halftime. Um, Bill Belichick is that nigga. I he had a Sean McVay lost in the sauce. Um, pretty impressive, but I don't give a fuck about the Patriots, man. I, no, I, me I, I mean, they're gonna win. I don't care. But, you know, but, but hey, but the bullshit about it was. Remember, they was like, nobody believed in us. What? <laughs> What are you talking no. about? You, you don't. Know, uh, Massachusetts believed in y'all. You know, but you don't get to play the underdog True. anymore. Yeah. Nobody believed in us. Nobody gave a fuck about yeah, you. Yeah, exactly. That's, 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 that's the true narrative. No one gives a fuck about Nobody's you. Nobody's interested exactly. in your success. That doesn't mean they don't believe in you. They just rather not see you on their television screen. Even though, shout out to Sony Michelle, man, from kid from Georgia. Um, what, he had seven rushing touchdowns um, in the postseason, all-time record as a rookie? 
Like, I don't know how much longer Tom Brady can play, but, I mean, what a With way a line to line like off. that, he could play for, like, another five yeah. more years. And Malcolm Brown, um, you know, Probably defensive tackle touched. from Texas, already has, uh, what is it, two yeah, Super Bowl wins two. in three years? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, off to a great start of his career, so hook him. Um, I was happy for Stephon Gilmore, man. He's a kid I've watched since South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, just a shutdown corner in the SEC back when that meant something, you know. Um was in Buffalo all those years. And then when he got signed to New England, I'm like, oh, it's time for this kid to really shine. Number one rated corner all year and a pick in the Super Bowl. Like, I just salute to him. Um, <laughs> yo, Peanut. Yeah. Should uh, Julian Edelman be in the NFL Hall of Fame? Um... <laughs> no. The answer is no. no. Um, yo, they said if, if he uh, – wait, I think he's still – 20 touchdowns and like 4,000 yards behind Michael Crabtree. If you include Edelman's playoff numbers. I mean, he's a great fit in a great system. He's a great player. I think he has two. He's a, no, he's a great player. Yeah, Don't let me say he's player. not. Yeah. But there's a lot of people who are great players who don't have Hall of Fame numbers. Chris Carter, at the time he retired, was number two all time in most receiving statistical categories. He was not a first ballot Hall of Famer. Terrell Owens was retired how long? About seven, eight years yeah. or something like and that. And just yeah. made the Hall of Fame. His, his numbers are astronomical. He, is, too. he has the now he is all pretty much the number two all time numbers. Yeah. Um, you know, him and Randy Moss have back and forth on, on a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Fuck Julian Edelman. <laughs> you're you're great. You're fantastic. You don't have Hall of Fame numbers. No. Like, um, if there wasn't international ball, Ginobili would not be anywhere close to an NBA Hall of Fame. True. That's why there's not an NBA Hall of Fame. There's a basketball Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? Which like, he'll probably eventually oh, no. get into it. He's going to be a first yeah. ballot Hall of Famer. He should but be. But he did so much work outside of Yeah. You know, Julian Edelman had, what, 11 catches in college. I don't think he had a 3,000-yard season as a quarterback. Like, you're, again, you have, you're a great fit in a great system. You'd probably thrive just about anywhere. You run great routes. You have great hands. You're tough, all that shit. You don't have the numbers to be in the Hall of Fame. Nigga, are we going to put, I don't know, who else you want in there? Uh, You want to put Devin Brown in the Hall of Fame? We can put Chad Hutchinson. I mean, who? I'm trying to think of like an NBA oh. player who was good for a like. Are we gonna put uh, Quentin Richardson in the Hall of Fame? <laughs> Darius Miles in the Hall of Fame? Niggas was nice Stromile for a Swift. minute. Stromile the fuck Swift. Antonio <laughs> McDice had a good run. Antonio Daniels. Jared yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just we just Ron Harper. We just put niggas in the Hall of Fame down because they were successful in the playoffs. Derek Harper. Shit. <laughs> what Nick Anderson had a good run. Like, you can be good. It doesn't mean you should just be in the Hall of Fame. It just don't work like that. Yeah. Um, but interesting thing, Super Bowl weekend. So, you know, whenever there's a Super Bowl, um, you know, the town gets crazy. People come in. There's a lot of sex work in town. So you have to bring in and sex work, more crime, more people with money who do wild shit. So you got to bring in, uh, you know, extra police. And agencies and stuff. True. So Ice was out there bitch wilding out. Oof. Oh, that's so right. So Ice arrested 21 Savage. Oh, shit. And people were like, what the fuck? 
Turns out 21 Savage uh, was originally from the UK and moved over here as a kid. So he's just pretty much uh, Craig David if he trapped. <laughs> Trap Craig David is Yeah, hilarious. it's pretty much what he is, right? Things Idris Elba, but really from the wire. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, we, like, my, my thing is this. If you've, and I explained this, like, mm-hmm. I'm from Maryland. I left yep. when I was eight. I lived in Wyoming until I was 11. I grew up in San Antonio. Um, and I'm 33. So I'm from Texas. Yep. Like, it's just the truth. You know, these. this is what I know. If you ask anybody outside of here, that's what I sound like. You know, I'm from Texas. So, he's from Atlanta. But these motherfucking jokes, though. They were on his ass. Oh, hell yeah, they were. They said uh, the reason he claimed blood is because he's a red coat. <laughs> I was fucking dying. And people are like, I cannot unhear the word noif. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a noif. Yeah, <laughs> that shit was funny. So, everybody's getting into the jokes, right? Yeah. You know what one of I have two mantras that I live by. I, I think three. Um it's different if she likes you. Mm-hmm. Um it's different when they like you and everybody can't say everything. We didn't get to talk about it because we did a special episode last week, but I think got on Twitter and said, yo. We got good jobs, we have our own crib, we have good credit, no baby mamas. Are we the grail? <laughs> And that nigga was built like popping fresh from Ghostbusters. Nigga, you are not the grail. I'm sorry. I wish it could be otherwise, but. You just made some right decisions in your life. That's it. You're, no, you're great. You're a fantastic yeah. person. But the idea that you and your 33-pound head or something women should just fawn over is hilarious. Because mm-hmm. I, 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 if he's a grail, shit, I'm the Niggas fucking. is built like the blockheads off Gumby for real. <laughs> but am I the grail? Nigga, shut the fuck up. We're all lucky enough that a woman's going to pay attention to us. Like, we should just mm-hmm. appreciate that and keep it going. Yeah, exactly. Um, but no, Demi Lovato tried to jump in. She Ooh. was like, yo, these 21 Savage memes are funny. And they were like, listen, crackhead. <laughs> listen. Stay listen, away from the spoons. Listen, listen, dope fiend. <laughs> listen, rock face. They were. <laughs> they, were they got her. She deleted her account. Yo, she was like, "This is why I don't enjoy Twitter." She got the fuck on. Yep. Yo, I mean, all due she respect, might, she might be ODing somewhere right now as we speak. Listen, we we're not encouraging no anyone to OD on drugs, and we don't want that for anybody. True. Um, but yo, Twitter was not letting her eat, yo. No. But and that's what I say. Everybody can't say everything. Like. You got to know when it's your circle. Because I do that. Think about it. I do that in the group chat. Y'all joke around about me, and I'm okay with it. But I get one too many physique jokes, and I take it personal. I'm like, wait a minute. Niggas with bad bodies in this group chat are not allowed to tell me about my body. Eventually. But yeah, Twitter did that to Demi super quick. She must have hit a wrong vein. That's a good joke. I'm not, that's a good joke. That's a good joke. Um... Really quick, yeah. Um, because tonally, I, I want to change the tone a little bit. Yeah, Peanut, mm-hmm. I, I'm in a bit of a mood, man. Um, what mood are you in? I feel away, buddy. Um, I'm going through something right now, and I, I don't know how to really express just how strongly I feel about this. So, we belong together. Listen, man. I um. It was somebody in my life that played a really big role, and 
they decided to leave. And I'm trying to gather my thoughts to express how them leaving is affecting me. Sound pretty important. It's heavy, man. Now I've got the fuck out the rap game, boy. <laughs> you must have seen your tweets, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What is white boy saying? In my head, I'd rather be dead. And listen to that nigga spit another 16, and it'll never happen again. Motherfucker, let's go. <laughs> Woo. We are at the end of the Nov Road. Millhouse got the fuck out of here. <laughs> no more rapping about what I used to do and what I'm gonna do. I, I think that... <laughs> Thank you, white men who are singing this Boys to Men song. I appreciate it. So... <laughs> <laughs> I got, I got him now. Smooth the fuck out of here. No more rapping for you, buddy. Fatality. He's gone. <laughs> I, no, I, I really think just the pressure of like, imagine you pursuing something and everybody telling you you're bad at it, and not even that you're bad at it, but the way that you choose to do it is fucking horrible. Like, yo, he was just a nerd who made beats. And the beats were good enough to where people let him hang around. He was the kid at the Y with the ball. Nobody wants him in the game. But he has the ball. So you got to let him play. And now he's gone. Like, I I wish... They took his ball and ran with it. He took his ball and flattened it. And kicked it back to him. And said, you can't get the fuck on. (laughs) Oh, my God. Like, um... I feel like our fan base knows who he is, but if you're unfamiliar, Nav uh, co-produced uh, a record for Drake and kind of took off from there. He was signed to to EXO, so he was signed to The Weeknd, um, mm-hmm. had some weekend features on his projects, was on, uh, I think he was on the 21 Savage Project, had done stuff with Migos, had done stuff with Playboy Cardi, um, was on Travis Scott's album, um, had a Travis Scott feature on Champion. And like, it's so bad, it's good. But it's just that thing where you're not doing any of the things you're rapping about. Nigga, you don't have hoes. You don't have lean. You got some money, but you don't got money like that. Just everything was bad, and you could just tell he was forcing it all. You don't think he has hoes? No. I think he has a couple. No. He has a a Caesar, like his haircut, but it's combed forward. But like the edge is there. He doesn't just wear his hairline where it is. Gross. He has no hoes. He has Dwayne Wayne glasses without the shades. <laughs> like, no. He has, he has no hoes. Um, yeah, so nah. They got him out of here. And I, for one, am grateful. Um, I want to hear more terrible rappers, but I need new terrible rappers. Um, you listen to Blueface at all? No. Nope. It's not important. Um, That's fine. <laughs> so, football coach. Mm-hmm. Tell me about your first experience with AAF. It was interesting. Um, I watched it. And, I mean, you can clearly tell a lot of these guys they hadn't played football in a while. That's the first thing I want to ask, because my critique of anything like an XFL is Mm -hmm. these are the guys who are not good enough to make the practice team. So why do I want to watch them play football? Um, So that was my thing. Does my theory hold up, or is it a bit different? I think it's a little bit different. Like, I'll say this. I think what's going to really bring in the crowd is, number one, obviously these guys are going to get a little bit better. They may never get NFL 
better. But the product will be better, you think? Yes, I, I personally will be. Cause, because cause I'll there, say there, there's a lot of shit that I saw that looked like it honestly looked like B team type football. Okay. Like like there was clearly like in the San like I watched a little bit of the San Antonio Commanders game, uh-huh. and one of their one of their tight ends wide open in the fucking end zone, and he dropped that bitch. Mm, like like lights, big yeah. The, I mean, like not lights, but like yeah. bright lights. They no, got no, to I him. mean, yeah, he just yeah, he just dropped that shit. You mm. know, just dropped wide open pass. The the way the quarterbacks, you can tell that they weren't setting their feet. They were mm. throwing off their back foot. Like it just like I said, you could tell they hadn't played in a while. Mm. But I, I think there's a lot of room for improvement with that. But um, I think the only what's going to really bring in the fans, what's really going to bring in the the attention of the grass because number one, they're just letting motherfuckers just hit each other. Yeah, and I that, saw that. that. That Sean Washington hit linebacker from the San Antonio Commanders on that San Diego quarterback. They got him the fuck out of here. Yeah. And I mean, he just hit him and his his helmet went flying off. Went flying. Yeah. Not, and I just came off. That bitch it blew, flew off, off. And yeah. that football came out. And you hear the crowd, oh. And I, like I said, I think hits like that mm. and not being penalized for it, that's going to get people's attention. And I think it's smart for them to start it now because obviously the XFL is going to start next, next year. Mm-hmm. And so I think they're trying to get a head start. And what, like I said, what, what, I just think was, what I just think is that. It's going to be a decent product. Obviously, it's not going to compete with the NFL. Mm-hmm. But I, I just think for sure, like, what I liked about it was uh, what I thought was interesting was that they had the players and coaches. They even have the refs mic'd up, like, when the refs are looking at instant replay when the mm-hmm. challenges. Now, you now we as a few, yeah, we I think that's saying. a big deal. Yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it's really cool because mm-hmm. you want to see what's going on in their mind. I felt like it was like the XFL when it started, like, some years ago, but without the bullshit gimmicks, like, the he hate me and all that mm-hmm. dumb shit. Like, it's that, but without it. And so I, I pre- like you know I'll still watch it, and I mean I know I told Will like I was like eh, like fuck the Commanders, but I mean you know I want them to win, I want them to do good. Like you know I don't want anybody to do bad. I mean mm-hmm. will I get a T-shirt? Yeah, I'll probably eventually get a Commanders T-shirt, maybe you know. But overall, it was cool. You know what I'm gonna do when it comes on TV? What you can do? Skip it. Um, <laughs> but no, um, my, my only rebuttal to you would be mm-hmm. the XFL originally got worse. Yeah, the 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 play on the field, coaching is different now. Schemes are different now. So, I hope what you're saying is right. Yeah, I that hope we so too. didn't see the very best of what they can offer. Yeah, because you want to see. I mean, like, even if it's football, like I'm like with wrestling, I'm always like, the more people employed, whether it's WWE or not, the better it is for the business. I want to see people be able to pursue their passion. Um, yeah. I hope that I things like job at it too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. And I hope that, you know, knocking players' heads clean off, <laughs> I don't know if that's sustainable. So I hope they, you know, find a way to make that, you know, work because, who No, take those hits. Get, I want to see I want to see my players get CTE. Fuck that shit. Wow. Um, <laughs> well, you know so, what I mean, but. Yeah. Here's who doesn't have CTE because he's making some very informed decisions. Who's that? You married Russell Wilson. So oh, sure. Russell Wilson and Sierra are married. Um, they seem to be very happy. Much to the chagrin of Twitter, <laughs> who they can't be happy for nobody, man. Um, oh, oh no, go ahead. Just Future is one of my favorite artists. Mm-hmm. I think Future is amazing and artistic and revolutionary. I think he's absolutely for a troubled. Yes. Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> he's a troubled soul. He makes bad adult decisions. Doesn't always own up for them. Um, like a lot and, of people on Twitter, but, but yeah. The thing is, it, it makes for very good music, though. Mm-hmm. I think oh, no, absolutely. Mature artists suck. <laughs> Don't admit that you, what your problems are. Blame them on everybody else. It makes the music really good. <laughs> but, um, you know, him and Sierra have a son. Um, she married Russell Wilson, so that's Russell Wilson's stepson. They are very close. They spend a lot of time together, marrying Russell and, Fut- and Baby Future, because yeah. his name's actually Future. Like, cool. Future's name's not Future's. 
Yeah. Future's name is Navadius. Oh shit. Yeah. I like <laughs> but their son's name is Little Future. <laughs> so yeah, they spent a lot of time together. So Russell Wilson just bought Sierra's masters for her. Nice. Um, in an effort for her to start her own label. Mm-hmm. Um, owning your masters is like amazing. So mm-hmm. basically, I can't tell you exactly what the percentage is, but every time fucking one two step is in a commercial or a video or on somebody's playlist or any of that shit, she's getting a check. Now, she's probably already getting a check, but that check just got substantially larger. It absolutely did. In a lot of ways, if you own your masters, you're financially set for life. Yeah. Um, so. Because once you step, still getting to play in the club. Absolutely. In clubs, they might not be in your major towns. They might be in like, you know, small cities and shit, but it's still it's still getting spins. And one and one two step came out. Hell, what, what, hell. 10 years ago? 15 years ago? It, it, it came out that one time when we went to Corpus. Yeah. So that was a long time ago. Wow, I look fat in a powder blue polo. I think um, <laughs> I think I was maybe twenty one when that came yeah, out. We yeah, we were babies, man. Yeah. And, and yo, so salute to them. Um mm-hmm. Peanut, why don't why, why don't people want them to be happy? Because Again, I love Future and mm-hmm. Russell Wilson was when he was in college, he's my favorite quarterback when he was with North Carolina. Um North, NC, State. NC State. And yeah. then when he went to Wisconsin. He was amazing. And yeah. he's still amazing. Yeah. Um why don't people hard. want them like if anything when somebody has a bunch of baby moms mm-hmm. and they can't be with all of them, you want to see somebody be happy and remarried and in a stable situation. Like, Because a lot of people that are dissing, it's like I told Quinn, it's like I retweeted his shit. Mm-hmm. You know, when he, when he asked a kind of question like that, like, you know, what, what's, what's, what's wrong with Russell Wilson doing the right thing with baby future? And I said, all these guys that are, you know, probably giving him shit about it, they're probably, you know, the kind of guys that only nice the baby mama when it's tax season. <laughs> and I mean that. I mean that 100%. I know you meant it. Yeah, I mean I 100%, but I'm saying, but like, you know, it's like these idiots, you know, who are, who they, they cannot distinct, they cannot separate reality from, you know, this music and shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, what, whatever, that shit, they, they can't separate it. Yeah. And so they think they're living in Future's life. It's like, no, bitch, you're not. Like, Future's not living on someone else's couch. Yeah. Future is not eating food from the, you know, from the, from the, uh, from like the, the stop and go or from like, mm-hmm. you know, the Valero. Like, Future has money. Future has a goddamn probably mansion or some shit. You're sleeping on somebody's different couches every other freaking day. Like, no. You want to know a secret? What's up? If Future wanted to, he could have bought those masters for us. Oh, absolutely. But again. <laughs> and I mean, it's just, it's, it's and like. He, and he's not wrong uh, for not doing that. I think there's something special to be said about a thoughtful man, because I'm not one. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, say. when I saw that, I was like, oh my god, why did he? He thought to do that. Like I was shocked. I was like, oh my god, like. No, because Russell Wilson's a good guy. Can read a cover three yeah. and a zone blitz and and buys women's masters for what? Yeah. A, you're an amazing person. And that's the saying. And you know, and like Future, he's not he's not a bad guy. He just needs to basically he needs to stop being so salty. He needs to stop. Well, no, no, no. no. I don't think he does. I think he should just be just as salty and keep making the same music he's making because it's yeah, amazing. Okay, if that, okay. You know, I, yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. And I'll say that mm-hmm. because when when uh, Tiger Woods got help with his sex shit, his golf game sucked. Yeah. I think he needs to go out and get all the hoes. He needs to pound all the pussy he wants, and he, you know, he'll be yes. on top of his his golf game. Again. Yes, like like, what if Michael Jordan was a good person? He'd have two rings. He'd probably have like <laughs> Michael Jordan being Malik a dog. Rose numbers or something. Michael Jordan being a dog. Kobe Bryant being a crazy person. Mm-hmm. Like these contributed to their success. Exactly. And so, what do you want? You want good people. You want champions. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> we suck. Both can um, exist with, yeah, that, with those people. Very but. rarely. Um. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last thing I want to talk about, unless you have something else, no, that's about it. 
last thing I want to talk about. Let's talk some shop, man. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> I'm telling you beforehand, mm-hmm. I want to have this conversation like, like we're on the outside looking in. Okay. Not like we have a vested stake in it. So yeah. um, I'm not even going to say names necessarily. There's a show on Facebook, right? Mm-hmm. And it's kind of a podcast, kind of, uh, kind of a streaming show. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck it is. Um, it's more like, I, it's hard to say. It's more like a radio show because it's well, no, like I mean, a, yeah, like, it's kind like of a poor exactly, man's radio show. You yeah. can't, you can't listen to it on like a podcast service. Um, they Facebook Live that. They shit. Facebook Live it. So basically, Nothing it's wrong with um, that. it's. Two promoters mm-hmm. and a um, and a business owner with a producer in the background that kind of do a show similar to what we do. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I, I'm I'm topics. stuck. Here's the thing, though. P- and, and Peanuts got me out of here for it before. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the show I used to watch that you hated? Oh, uh, BK Chat. BK Chat. I loved that it. That shit sucks. I loved it. Not because of the content, but because of what they were trying to do. When I watch stuff like that, I, I put it as a mirror to what we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, is what we do any good? <laughs> because I, I don't see what they're doing is so different, even though I do see the things they are doing that they could improve on. Yeah, absolutely. The thing about the show on Facebook, it's single camera. Um, angle doesn't change. Three people, kind of stationary. It looks like a quinceanera background. Like, it kind of does like yeah. quinceanera background. Yeah. But my, my biggest critique was this, though. I, I think they have something because mm-hmm. being from where we're from, we always reference, like, yeah. we reference San Antonio from, like, 08 to 2012. Yeah. When we, like, were kind of budding adults. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we talk about it a lot. Coming from that era, being in the clubs, being in the bars, dealing with people, seeing the yeah, different promoters come and go. It's absolutely like kind of created the people who we are today kind of thing. Absolutely. absolutely. Like, I, I feel like if we didn't live through like a lot of that shit, mm-hmm. we might not be who we are today because of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so I talked to one of the guys on it that we know and I was like, yo, I think y'all have something. Because I do think that there's still... I don't know if they're our age or a bit younger, but people who do still frequent those bars. They, they, they have to be our age. Okay. Because they have to be somewhere near our age. Yes. If they're talking about, like, who's the best DJ and bartender, uh-huh. like, no. No one gives a fuck about who's the best bartender or, you know, who's the best DJ. Well, like, that's the thing. Like, they talk about things like favorite bartenders. Yeah. But they don't. Like, my, 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 my whole critique was this. I was like, yo, you're, you're putting out a lot of ideas mm-hmm. and a lot of subjects. You're not getting into them. Like, you should really... I told you this. Mm-hmm. I have a problem with us doing live shows on Facebook. Yeah. Because I feel like we get so many voices that come at us. It's hard to like. No, it's fine. We just let them talk. But but, but it's hard not to look at it and want to have that conversation in the moment. Yeah. And so I feel like that kind of draws them off track. Like they were talking about the albums of the year for the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And Pusha T came up. And they were like, Pusha T, like, I don't see how that's on there. In our group chat, and granted, not all people are the same, we were talking about how good that album is. I said, like, I think that's my album of the year. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And then Complex just named Pusha T Best Rapper Alive for 2019. Or for 2018. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yo, like, y'all gotta, you gotta have more voices on these things you talk about. But it, it's all the same-minded people. Like, you gotta get That's the thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, like, it's like people still stuck in, like, SA Nightlife, like, well, type shit. But my thing is this, though. I think that's fine. 
if that's what you're gonna talk about. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. my whole thing. Yeah. So if if you're gonna be talking about oh this is how the club was a couple of years back and I really liked it, yo, that whole episode, the twenty minutes of it of that hour need to be about that club. Talk about Entro, how they had the beds in the VIP room. I'm sorry. <laughs> Talk about that shit. I met. I met. I met somebody I spent a lot of time with on one of those beds. Yeah, I, I, I remember. So. I remember. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of lit. But dude, no, tell that. <laughs> that that's shit was the, so that's random. That's the problem, though. I think that they want to tell half of a story. Like, at least one of those people on that panel, mm-hmm. I know some club stories they can tell that would make for a great show. And I get why they don't tell it, but that's the show. That's the show. And that's not, the kind of listeners, not, too. Not their nasty night, but yeah. the, if you and I talked about our five favorite restaurants mm-hmm. and just burned through them, what are we talking about? Exactly. Like, oh, yeah, I really like Petticoat's. When you know that's my favorite restaurant, mm-hmm. right? And the reason it's my favorite restaurant, I love the ambiance. I love that Trisha introduced me to that place, right? Mm-hmm. I love that it was close to where I live. I love that it made me feel like I was home. I love the Blue Azul margaritas that they had. I love that there's mariachis like the playing on the balcony. Perico's nachos are good. Yeah, I love that my mother loves to come to that restaurant. I love that we meet there when I come in town. Yeah, like I'm, I just told you the things that I like about it, not just that it's a restaurant in San Antonio. Yeah, you feel me? Like yeah, exactly. Oh, it's just it's it sucks watching something that you know has the potential to be more, and you just like fuck. I can't do anything about it. I can't do anything about it. But even though like, what I'm saying is. But they can get away with that, though. They they can, but it'll be gone in a month. And I'm not saying specifically they'll be gone in a month. Yeah. I want to be clear what I'm what I mean. When you run out of things to say, what do you do? And it's not so much that people won't listen. You don't have the energy to do it anymore. Like pulling the curtain back. Trav and I were doing a fan by fan show with the Flash every week. Mm-hmm. It stopped being fun. It sucked. <laughs> Shut up! It's. I sat it on the field. I was like, "This is fucking dumb." But no, what I mean is, yeah. like, like no, it's it not being fun because the show's fine. But I wasn't enjoying talking about something that I wanted to watch as a fan, and so my energy wasn't the same. Yeah. How many times can I talk about this great bar I went to? If I'm not talking about the bar, you know what I mean. If I'm True. just, if I'm just giving you Google Map information, it can't be great for so long. You know, um, so and again, like my whole thing is, I think that that group really has something. Mm-hmm. I think that it needs to be produced more. I think you and I get away with not being produced because you and I can look at each other and talk for an hour. Well, no, uh, <laughs> really so we talk. also have like organic chemistry, like, you know, and that was one mm-hmm. of the things that um, I made fun of Stevie Wonder for three minutes. Yeah. No, that's funny. But it, it's kind of like. Oh, who the hell told to me? Uh, someone told me the other day, and they, they were basically saying like, you know, how kind of what we've been saying. We have this organic chemistry where we don't have to, like, you, you can tell this is who we are. Mm-hmm. We're not having to put up a front, nothing like that. But you know, because we actually know each other, we've you know we've been through a lot of shit together, so we mm-hmm. can you know talk about you know talk about things in, in full detail and you know give everybody like you know the, the full nitty gritty on it. 
you know, just like maybe one episode we can talk about the clubbing days and talk about Club Entre with the fucking beds in, in that little backroom area, which is like so awkward, you know, kind of thing. But, but you know, yeah, I, I mean, it's, it's just like I said, like, you know, I just feel like it's organic. And then like when you kind of watch it, it's almost kind of like... Hey, not as organic. I guess new the Stevie place. tape coming out. What's it? I got a couple of tracks off it. Mm-hmm. Someone watch over me. Watch what happens. Watch your step. The night watch. <laughs> watch your ride. Watch me. Watch me bleed. <laughs> watch the throne. <laughs> Better watch yourself. <laughs> You are going to hell for this. You're going to hell. Why? You are going to hell. Why? What has Steve Wonder ever did done you, to you? Did you see me? Did you see me do something wrong? Wow. Does it look like I fucked up? <laughs> this is South Caucus Podcast. Stevie Wonder right now, he's not taking his eyes off of you. I got my eye on you, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Wonder, Stevie Wonder, gonna hear this episode. He gonna say, "Y'all see what that nigga did to me? <laughs> Fuck, I look like." <laughs> oh my god! This is our Congress podcast, episode fifty-five. If you're <laughs> if you're in the Austin area this week, you're gonna see us. Um, is it is it Saturday night? It's Saturday, the 16th? yeah, sixteenth. Yep. Saturday night, the sixteenth. The Mahogany Project. Um, for lovers only, I believe it starts at is it six p.m. Cheer so, up Charlie's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, cheer up Charlie's downtown. Um, we'll definitely be there showing love to our man Joe Anderson. Um, <laughs> yes, thank you for rocking with us. I know we took like a week to be serious, so we just went full asshole this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Stevie Wonder's not eye to eye with me right now. <laughs> yeah. Why is Stevie Wonder furrowing his brow with me? He has, he has hungry eyes right now, so watch that out. Nigga, that nigga won't look at me in the eye if I walk in the room. He might have to hire a private eye to watch <laughs> over you. <laughs> oh, my God. This ain't a good look. <laughs> good looking out, fam. <laughs> oh, my God. What time is it? Check your watch. It is. <laughs> Yo, wait, wait, real quick, real quick. Yo, we got a new five star review. Who, are you gonna read it? Yeah. <laughs> Somebody what said it? we've been looking good lately. <laughs> okay, wait, wait, I got it, I got it, I got it. Wow. So my man uh, Brandon is B more. Okay. Um, says fun, informative, hilarious. Been following my man Cam on the East Coast Cast. And he's one of the best podcasters out here. Give this show a chance, and it'll become part of your weekly podcast selection. Five stars. We definitely appreciate you. Yeah, man. Um, and it's, you know, he's one of, not, like, early adopters isn't right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's one of the people who has reached out and been like, hey, do you want to do our show? And it's just super cool. Um, and yeah, you can find him at thatcoolblacknerd.com. 
Um, and they're like again, we do these shows that are so much smarter than us because he mm-hmm. rocks with like rich to where they get into like all these current event stuff and they can talk about comic stuff and movie stuff. I'm like, where do you guys find the time? And he played D one ball too. I don't know what position he played. I'm gonna have to ask. But I and also wanted to say that too. A lot of these kids, and I, I mean, he's from Baltimore, so he could be from any part of Baltimore, and it yeah. could be Slim Charles for all I know. But um, a lot of these kids who are into comics, but also are athletes like him, like D Palm, they just do such a good job with this podcast and stuff, man. It's just really impressive. So, uh, you know, appreciate the shout out, Brandon. Um, we're going to have to go get uh, a rainbow trout sandwich and a ginger ale here pretty soon. <laughs> shout out to Maryland. Um, what you think, man? Anything else you see we got to talk about? Uh, I'm not seeing much these days, but... <laughs> Just make sure you keep a watchful eye on next week's topics. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, my gosh. I'm laughing too hard, man. This. <laughs> I'll be watching you. <laughs> these jokes have blinded my good sense. Oh my god. We're going directly to hell. Oh my god. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You straight? I'm good. I'm always straight. Alright. Look and see what we have. <laughs> <laughs> this is South Congress Podcast, episode 55. I'm Cameron. I'm Tristan. I regret to inform you this episode won't be on YouTube, so you won't be able to see it. Wow. <laughs> god damn it. <laughs> oh my god. Ellie, please. Mute, mute camp season, everybody. Mute Ellie, camp please. season. Ellie, tell them. Tell them where they can. <laughs> Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit patreon.com slash Seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>